So as you can see, I am not uh, David. Uh, my beard's a little bit longer, and I'm a little bit shorter. Um, and he, he asked me to preach today, and I wasn't sure why. Like Mother's Day, I asked him, I was like, well, do you want it like Mother's Day specific? And he's like, no, no, just continue the, the text where we're at in Luke. And it wasn't until I started looking at the CSV version that I understood why. It's like halfway on one page, and it's a page flip. And those are always tough, because I feel like I'm going to get lost and have to go back and forth. So he gave me that to get lost and mumble through instead of him. Um, so uh, if I were to ask you uh, to complete the sentence, I am. Um, so you are. What are some things that you might say? You can shout them out. Sorry, I'm an interactive person. I work with the kids. Grateful. Blessed beyond measure. Loved, tired. Anything else? Humble. There's lots of things you could say. You could say like, I, I could say I am a teacher. Um, you, could, you could say lots of different things. But I couldn't say that I am a mechanical engineer. Uh, because I'm not. And all of those things that we are, that we would have to have some valid reason for saying that. I'm tired. I didn't get much sleep last night. I'm blessed. I've got all these things that... I've been blessed with, I'm grateful, I've got all these things that I can show that, hey, I'm really grateful for these things. And so, today, in the scripture that we're in, that's what Jesus is going to be talking about. That we say, we can say one thing, but if we don't have anything to support that, then we really don't have it. Um, So I'm going to read uh, that, we're going to be in Luke chapter 6, verses 43 through 49. It says, a good tree doesn't produce bad fruit. On the other hand, a bad tree doesn't produce good fruit. For each tree is known by its own fruit. Figs aren't gathered from thorn bushes or grapes picked from a bramble bush. A good person produces good out of the good stored up in his heart. An evil person produces evil out of the evil stored up in his heart. For his mouth speaks from the overflow of the heart. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and don't do the things I say? I will show you what someone is like who comes to me, hears my word, and acts on them. He is like a man building a house, who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. When the flood came, the river crashed against the house and couldn't shake it, because it was well built. But the, man, but the one who hears it and does not act is like a man who built his house on the ground without a foundation. The river crashed against it, and immediately it collapsed, and the destruction of the house was great. Let's pray. Dear God, I just want to come, uh, invite you here, uh, speak through me, uh, use me, use my words um, to spread your word. Uh, pray that you open our hearts to hear what you have for us to hear today. In your name I pray, amen. All right, so I want to look, I want to break this, break this down and look at specific verses and pull out some stuff in it. And the first two verses, verse 43 and 44... Um, they say, a good tree doesn't produce bad fruit. On the other hand, a bad tree doesn't produce good fruit. For each tree is known by its own fruit. Figs aren't gathered from thorn bushes or grapes picked from a bramble bush. So when I was looking at this, I've, I've, those are specific fruits. I wanted to know, like, well, what are some qualities about those fruits? Um, so there, there's kind of two categories. There's figs and there's grapes. And then there's bramble bushes and thorns. And... In these, I did find out that all of these four plants, they produce a fruit. Um, and so that's, that's kind of what I got out of this, is that all of us, uh, we all bear fruit. All of us do. And it depends on what kind of fruit 
that we bear, but we all do bear fruit. And so if you look at uh, figs, so I did some research on these different fruits. And figs, I've got some pictures of figs and grapes. So you they can't, the figs are on the left. Uh, and so the thing, figs are pretty unique trees. Uh, because if you notice, you can see lots of figs, but you don't see any leaves. And that's because figs actually produce the fruit before they produce their leaves. And another thing about figs is they don't blossom. Like, you know, in the spring we have cherry blossoms and all these other trees that blossom. Figs don't blossom. I'm not sure how it works. It said something about, like, it's inverted and the blossoms inside the fig. I'm not a plant person, so I can't go into much detail. But I do know that they don't ever blossom. The fruit is what is seen first. Um, And actually, if you take care of fig trees, they can last for over 100 years. Um, So that's more than your lifetime. If you plant it and you take care of it, your kids could bear the fruit of this tree. And then uh, for grapes, they also, they have clearly visible fruit. If you can see, the grapes are visible and the leaves are usually above it. And to get better grapes, you have to prune them and make them look like that. They'll grow leaves all over, but to get the best grapes, the leaves have to be at the top and then the fruit is visible at the bottom. And for me, these two, as I look at these fruits, for me, this, for us, represents selflessness. These fruits are visible, they can be seen, and it's, they're selfless. That, they're, hey, come take me. There's nothing protecting them. They get taken and they get eaten, and they're really good. And then the other two, um, you've got thorns and bramble bushes. Um, so bramble bushes, I did, uh, it's, they're like blackberries and raspberries. And actually, the, the thorns, those are on the left, they actually also produce a fruit. I didn't know this, um, but their fruit is about the size of a quarter, and then inside its seed is about the size of a nickel. So you don't get much fruit, and it's actually very sour. And in Israel, they call it the poor man's fruit. Like, you, this is your last resort of eating. Um, but it is a fruit. It is, it is edible. You can eat it. Um, and, but it's their last option. And then you've got the bramble bush, which are like blackberries, and for this one, only the outer berries are good. Once you eat those outer berries and you go further in, those are tardy, and they leave like this weird texture in your mouth, and nobody wants to eat those. They only want uh, what's on the outside. And both of these have thorns around them. And for me, when I think about this for us, uh, connecting this to us, this is more of like selfish um, fruit because they have the protectiveness where people don't want to take the time. If, if I've got grapes I can pick or a, a thorn bush, I'm going to pick the grapes because it's right there easy versus the thorn. They're, they're really protective of themselves. Um, and then the blackberry specific, I thought it was interesting that only the outside's good and then the inside's what's tardy. From that, I, I see like when things are good, it's good. But then when things get tough, when you get a little bit deeper in, things aren't exactly the way they're supposed to be well, we kind of retreat and we're, it's not good fruit anymore. Um, and so, and also bramble bushes and thorns, they'll take the branches from them and they'll make barriers out of them so animals can't cross over. So they'll, like, they'll use this for sheep. If they want to keep sheep in an area, they'll have these bushes that they'll keep. So again, this, to me, it shows it's, it's selfish. It's, it's containing what I have and protecting what I have um, and not being useful for other people, like the fig and the uh, grapes. 
Um, and so then if we keep reading in 45, so we get this example of these four fruits. And I think Jesus was really like particular about using these four because we have two that are clear of, hey, these are good and people take these and they're easy to take. And then you have the other two that people don't want these. So he gives us those four, but all four of those bear fruit. And then if we go on into verse 45, it says, A good person produces good out of the good stored up in his heart. An evil person produces evil out of the evil stored up in his heart. For his mouth speaks from the overflow of the heart. So from this, um, I can see that our fruit, my second point is that our fruit reveals our identity. It's going to come out. And that's, that's what he says. Out of the mouth speaks from the overflow of the heart. That's our true identity is going to be revealed from our fruit. And that's our, that's our actions. I don't know if I ever actually said that. Uh, that's our actions um, and what we, what we do. And Jesus specific is talking about the mouth here. Um, and so there's lots of instances. There's tons of Proverbs uh, where Jesus, or not Jesus, but there's tons of Proverbs that are spoken. The Bible speaks about the mouth and how like, divisive it can be or it's super powerful. And specifically, I want to look uh, that it reveals our true identity. I want to look in Matthew uh, chapter 15, verses 18 through 20. And this, Jesus was speaking to the Pharisees. Um, they were talking about, he was, the Pharisees were asking, why, why aren't the disciples washing their hands? And Jesus' response um, was, but what comes out of the mouth comes from the heart and defiles a person. From the heart comes evil thoughts, murders, adulterers, sexual immortality, immoralities, thieves, false testimonies, slander. These are the things that defile a person. But eating with unwashed hands does not defile a person. So here, Jesus is telling the Pharisees, hey, it's not what you put in. Earlier, he had said, what you put in eventually comes out. But what comes out of the mouth, that is what comes from the heart. And so, I think when Jesus is talking about this in Luke, it's what, what's in here is, that's your true identity. And so I think when I was reading this, I thought of my kids. And I don't know, if you've had young kids, they like just do, it makes no sense. Like, it makes no sense. Like, Owen will walk up and just hit Ethan. And literally, why'd you do that? I don't know. And he literally doesn't know. Like, genuinely, he doesn't know. This morning, he was throwing, he, I told him to take off his shoes. They were wet. And so he takes them off and then picks them up, opens the door, and chunks them out the the, the door. And I'm like, what are you doing? It's like, I, I don't know. Um, and and I th- you see that all the time. They'll come up and they'll take a toy. Why'd you take it? Well, I wanted it. And this shows to me, like this shows like from the start, like we, we have sin. Like that's what Jesus was saying in Matthew. You have all of these things. And it starts from the beginning. Like my kids, like they're, what they're doing is that's what's inside them. And for us as adults, like how many times have we maybe told a white lie at church or at work um, or cut a corner at work to try and get ahead? It's not it's not terrible. But again, it goes back to how how can I make myself good and look good? And that's that's our true identity. That's that's what we have. That's what we're born into is sin. And that's that's our true identity. Now, that sounds hopeless if our fruit reflects our true identity, which is sin. But I think this is where Jesus ties in that last part. He put these two together for a reason. Um, 
And so I'll read 46 and 49. It says, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and don't do the things I say? I will show you what someone, who, what someone is like who comes to me, hears my words, and acts on them. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. When the flood came, the river crashed against the house and couldn't shake it because it was built, well built. But the man who hears and does not act is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. The river crashed against it and immediately it collapsed. And the destruction of the house was great. And so from this, if our, true, if our fruit reveals our true identity, from this we can see that our, um, our identity comes from the Holy Spirit. So that's the good news. Yes, we have sin and that's our true identity, but our good fruit comes from the Holy Spirit. And so he puts the words and the actions go together. In 46, he says, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and don't do the things I say? So we can say, Lord, you're my Lord, but if you don't do the things he says, he's saying, why do you do that? Like when I ask my kid, why, when I ask Owen, why did you do that? I don't know. Usually when I ask that, it's they're doing something that doesn't line up with who I want them to be. And so I think Jesus is saying, why do you call me Lord, Lord? You're not doing the things I say. Like, what's the point of saying Lord if you're not going to do what I say? And then he goes on to say that it's like the, he uses the image of building the house. So we built a house, uh, or we had, we had a manufactured home put uh, on some land, and they asked us, hey, do you, wanna, do you want runners with it? It's concrete that'll, that'll go that the house will be on. I'm like, yeah, sure. That seems like it's going to be more support. And when you show, see pictures of it, it literally just is like a foot. What it looks like is a foot of concrete just running down the, down the, down the house. And then it's anchored to that. But when I saw them putting it in, I didn't realize what, that this is what it really was. They had brought out a postal or a, an auger and they dug down like five feet and like two foot wide of hole. Every 20 feet of our house, and then every 10 feet down the, down the length. And they, they dug that down and they poured concrete two feet wide, six feet down, and then put the one-foot runners on top of that. And that's what our house is sitting on. Our house isn't going anywhere. Um, first, it's on a hill that's solid clay and doesn't move at all. But that, that foundation of our house, it, it's, it's strapped to that. It's not going anywhere. Now, maybe like our roof will be lifted off, but our floor is, it's set there. And versus where you have other houses, and this is one of the big things where we got our house from that they focused on. They're like, our foundation is the strongest. And they have pictures of like hurricanes that have come through in Louisiana and in Florida, and all these houses are destroyed. And they're like, that's a, that's our house. It's a Palm Harbor house. They're like, that's our house. That's our house. That's our house. And there's nothing wrong with them. Literally, the other houses are destroyed. They're, they're on the ground. Like, you can't see that there was a structure there. And these homes are fully intact. And that's because of the foundation that they put down, that it's, it's anchored to that. And so he goes on to say that uh, when the flood came, the river crashed, the house couldn't shake it because it was well built. It all started with the foundation, with Jesus. 
Because then you have the other guy that um, he, he built his house on the ground without a foundation. And the river crashed against it and immediately it collapsed and the destruction of the house was great. And we used this, we did this lesson not too long ago in 252 and we actually got sand and then we had rocks that we put the houses on and just watching the sand just erode, it's, it's super easy and super quick and it doesn't take a lot for that to do. Um, and so I think Jesus putting these together helps us to see, yes, our fruit without him, without the Holy Spirit, our fruit is bad. Like we have bad fruit, and we saw that in Matthew where the adulterers and the immoralities and the sin, that's, that's our true identity. But if you call me Lord, Lord, and build your foundation on me, that's when you bear the good fruit. It comes from the Holy Spirit. And so with this, what do we do with this today? He, Jesus spoke this 2,000 years ago. How does this apply to us today? So I have uh, three three main questions to go to ask ourselves to think about. Um, and the first one is, are we rooted in a deep foundation in Jesus? Do we call him Lord, Lord, and do what he says, or do we just call him Lord, Lord, and do what we want, or do we not even call him Lord, Lord? Do we just do what we want? Um, so there's kind of three different tracks that you can take there. And which one are we doing? Are, are we Lord, Lord, and doing what he's saying? Are we Lord, Lord, and not doing what he's saying, or are we not even admitting that he's Lord, Lord, and just doing our own thing? Um, and the second thing that we can get to, to think about is which fruit are we? All right, so you have those four fruits. You've got the fig and the grape. Those fruits that we're walking with God, we're being pruned by him, because the fig tree and the grape tree, for them to produce the best fruit, they've got to be pruned. That's like most plants. Um, They've got to be pruned, and that's him pruning us is us getting more Christ-like, getting closer to him. Or we like the bramble. Um, and with that, are we only good fruit when it's easy? When things are going good, and, and yes, I can, I can help, and I can do this, and I can be plugged in, and I can be involved, and I can be doing things. And then when things get a little bit rocky and a little shaky, we kind of retreat. And, oh, I'm, I'm going to be more selfish now and, and draw in on myself. And so, are we that fruit, or are we, are we the thorn? Are we a fruit that nobody wants? Are we the last option? Is that the kind of fruit we're producing, where people don't want to be around us? They, they don't want us. Um, and I think we're not like these trees. I think we can kind of go and be different ones at different times. Uh, because I know for me, I, I might be most like the bramble. I might be when things are good and I can I can be good, but then when things get tough, I retreat. But that's where the Holy Spirit comes in, and He is greater than me. And so having to to rely on Him gets that bramble out of me and moves that to more fig and grape. Um, and then are we listening to the Holy Spirit? So that's that's the key. The fruit, the bearing fruit, the key is the Holy Spirit. The, fi- the grape and the fig tree, they don't get the way they are without being pruned. They w- the fig tree won't last over 100 years if it's not taken care of. The grape tree, they, they'll produce sour grapes if they're not taken care of. 
And they might produce sour grapes if you are taking care of them one time. But that doesn't mean we move on from that tree and give up. God keeps working on us um, to where we can get back to producing that good fruit. Um, and again, our heart is, it's, we, are, we are selfish people. If you look at babies, if you look at toddlers, if you look at kids, they, they are more open about their selfishness, but it's in all of us. It's very easy for me when, when Addison has a poop diaper to hand that to Megan, and most of the time I do, because I am selfish when it comes to that. Um, and that, that's, a silly, that's a silly example, but, but again, when, when people need help, it's very easy for us to go, oh, somebody else will help them. Somebody else will do it. But that's the fruit that Jesus is talking about. That's, those are the times when we can show, hey, we're bearing good fruit because, yes, we say Jesus is Lord, Lord, and we are doing what he says. And it's only through the work of the Holy Spirit that we can get to that. So I want to read it one more time and think about that. Where are we with Jesus? Are we calling him Lord and doing what he says? Calling him Lord not doing what he says, or not even calling him Lord. And, and we, can, we go through cycles where we might be here, here, or here at different points. But as I read, reflect on that and think, which fruit do I want to be? Do I want to be a fig that lasts? Do I want to be grapes that are sweet and delicious and easy to pick? Or am I more like the bramble or more like the thorn? So the good tree doesn't produce bad fruit. On the other hand, a bad tree doesn't produce good fruit. For each tree is known by its own fruit. Figs aren't gathered from thorn bushes or grapes picked from a bramble bush. A good person produces good out of the good stored up in his heart. An evil person produces evil out of the evil stored up in his heart. For his mouth speaks from the overflow of the heart. Why do you call Lord, Lord, and don't do the things I say? I will show you what someone is like who comes to me, hears my word, and acts on them. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. When the flood came, the river crashed against the house and it couldn't shake it because it was well built. But the one who hears and does not act is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. The river crashed against it and immediately it collapsed and the destruction of the house was great. Let's pray. Dear God, I just want to come uh, and... And thank you for Jesus' words um, about fruit. And I pray that you will reveal to us uh, which fruit we're most like um, right now. Um, I pray that you will draw to us and speak to us and help us to be more like a fig tree and uh, grapes. I pray that that fruit that we show, uh, showing your love and your uh, grace to the community and the people around us, I pray that you'll be with us this week, Um, speak to us, reveal yourself to us. In your name I pray, amen.